So good morning. Today is Sunday, December the 5th, 2025. We are 20 days or 21 days until Christmas. Happy holiday season. And living in Nevada, in Clark County, the amusement that these people have run amok for so many years that they don't understand the offer of what would be a free and appropriate is integration into the public society, into the society that we live now. They have all these little separate little schools that create a disservice to the local community. Why are they spending $5 million on a school that will service 60 children who have been abused when these abused children need to understand that integrating back into society is where we should be doing and perhaps maybe they don't want to be identified for being sex trafficked. What a stigma to leave on someone just as they have isolated the children who have autism and have made a couple of programs that are funded with federal dollars. And I'm just trying to tell you There is no capital improvement grant that would create a sex trafficking school. I don't think so. Or even for children who have been abused. The reality is is that we all try to leave the abuse behind. Who wants to be identified for it? I am so confused. As we continue to move forward and understand the millions of dollars that were given to each other. These are the movers and shakers that live in Clark County, that work in Clark County School District, as they promoted themselves. And the superintendent is still moving for it with his lawsuit, and he cares so much about the children, right? Well, it's unfortunate that he's been unable to identify the disaggregated information that identifies that all children have the same opportunity as the children who are removed from their homeschools forever as they have had behavioral problems and through a judicial intervention they were awarded a different placement how amazing that the world truly works for people who understand how it works I'm just confused as to the people who continue to choose to stand up in front of the room and know nothing no, absolutely nothing, as people cannot fall, follow a fool off of the cliff. I would not jump into the water just because someone else jumped into the water. I'd have to understand exactly what was in the water. And I guess my logic goes differently than others, as others I see lack knowledge. But a fool can follow a fool but I am no fool and therefore I just really struggle listening to people who would like to talk about their accomplishments as the accomplishments have not lasted in Clark County now to get down to the real serious issue of do you see what I see and apparently so few do but maybe there are some who will We lack the ability to have the same access as all children as behavioral problems seem to impede African-American children from entering into Early Start. And Early Start is the transitioning ground for all children. 
as if you were denied an early start. You don't seem to catch up. There is no catch up in America. And if you have not noticed by now, the people who are deemed to have behavioral issues from the providers are able to exclude their ability to participate. And that amazes me as the learning grounds are the formidable years in early education and the only opportunity to learn in life as if you learn it early. And we are talking about skill building and we are talking about nation building and we are not talking about what's happening here in Clark County as this is criminal. It's worse than what it's insanity is what I see here because they have these specialty schools and they want to open up magnet programs under specialty schools. But we have a Native American population here that is not being served. We have an African American population here that was not being served and is deemed to be just mentally ill. Mental illness is rampant in the poverty community as mental illness does exist. As people cannot figure out how to get up from the bottom if they've never been shown a pathway out. And I'm sorry. What they're doing here doesn't work. It's only creating more poverty. As the opportunity to learn would come from additional instruction from family members. But family is not something that's actually promoted here. No, not here. They just remove children from homes. They just straight up remove them. And they refuse to accept responsibility. What this personal responsibility looks like? Well, you know what? Oh, back on the East Coast where they had that last shooting, those parents are getting ready to understand what personal responsibility is for teaching hate, as America has chosen to teach hate to their children. And separateness and divisiveness and all these things exist right here in wonderful Clark County. And I could have never been able to be a successful parent as I have been had I lived here in Clark County as failure is an option for children in poverty. And the only way up is the a la peanut butter sandwiches if you are identified as really having a real disorder, then you can receive services as the 60 children enrolled in the sex trafficking school. It's amazing that they're building this with all federal dollars. And it is how they utilize money here with the federal allocations and attempting to demonstrate that they're doing something that no one else in the world is doing. Of course they are. There is zero accountability here in Clark County. They just don't have the data and they're going to work on it. They are working on it slowly. I want to see how long they're able to work on this dysfunction as they have moved money away from children who generated and giving it to children who are not generating it, and then targeting on the so few out of the, the fifth largest school district in the nation, we are going to service 60 XO children. What about the young woman who killed her children because she had no public services? I mean, what happened to the three-month and the six-month and the nine-month-old checkup from the health profession when you have a baby? This has just not happened in Clark County.
where the doctors can identify if perhaps some mental illness is happening and provide some recommendations. How do the doctors actually work in the poverty community? Well, someone told me that they were going to request the Medi-Cal reimbursement for who got the funding or where the children are, where the funding was received and understand if we cannot document the evidence of social and emotional learning, we're not documenting anything as they were pepper spraying the children in the juvenile hall. Understand that they just accepted the complaint from the Department of Justice as they did not want an investigation and then they would just move right on because we are promising to change. Although the change may take several years. Well, the problem is the change here in Clark County has been pushed back several years, forever. And we are still harvesting the Negroes on the strip. And I do mean we're harvesting here as Negroes who get lots of money, who are capable of paying lots of taxes, are prohibited from speaking out on their own. They can align with the cause, align with my cause, as individuals have to be empowered to ensure access happens for all children. And what's happening to the African-American children as we pretend George Floyd did not happen, as we pretend Sam Cooke perhaps didn't happen, we understand that Muhammad Ali went to jail for what he believed in. But because he could make America so much money, it didn't matter he got to stand through the challenges. Understand Malcolm and Martin and Maker, and then know what Emmett Till meant. So, we are unable to change in America freedom. The word e pluribus unum. Out of many, there's one. But out of one, there will be none. And the word is, who will you be in 2021? Please like, subscribe, and follow, and share my podcast. Everyone will awaken as you understand the conversation in regards to critical race theory. And we are all Americans. And yes, in America, what you did to the black American as you have chosen to release and refuse to allow them to come to the table to talk about the lack of maintenance, the lack of outcomes, and the lack of benefit for so few. As we can see, the data does not demonstrate early access. It does not demonstrate the right to have a free and appropriate public education. What it demonstrates that you are harvesting young African-American children. And this too must stop in 2022. So stand up. Be an American. Utilize your voice because that's the only gift that you were ever given. Understand this anchor option by Spotify allows you to connect to many, 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 many people. And it is not a joke that a child would choose death over life when it becomes too difficult and they have no way out. So you choose, you decide. What will you do in 2022? This is Darlene Anderson saying like, subscribe, and follow me. Y'all have a great day now.
education of children subpart 500 evaluations eligibility determinations individualized education programs and educational placements paragraph 300.304 evaluation procedures a notice the public agency must provide notice to the parents of a child with a disability in accordance with paragraph 300.503 that describes any evaluation procedures the agency proposes to conduct. B. Conduct of evaluation. In conducting the evaluation, the public agency must 1. Use a variety of assessment tools and strategies to gather relevant functional, developmental, and academic information about the child, including information provided by the parent that may assist in determining I, whether the child is a child with a disability under paragraph 300.8, and 2. The content of the child's IEP, including information related to enabling the child to be involved in and progress in the general education curriculum or for a preschool child to participate in appropriate activities to not use any single measure or assessment as the sole criterion for determining whether a child is a child with a disability and for determining an appropriate educational program for the child, and three, use technically sound instruments that may assess the relative contribution of cognitive and behavioral factors in addition to physical or developmental factors. C. Other evaluation procedures. Each public agency must ensure that, one, assessments of and other evaluation materials used to assess a child under this part, I, are selected and administered so as not to be discriminatory on a racial or cultural basis, Two are provided and administered in the child's native language or other mode of communication and in the form most likely to yield accurate information on what the child knows and can do academically, developmentally, and functionally unless it is clearly not feasible to so provide or administer, three, are used for the purposes for which the assessments or measures are valid and reliable, IV, are administered by trained and knowledgeable personnel, and V, are administered in accordance with any instructions provided by the producer of the assessments. Two, assessments and other evaluation materials include those tailored to assess specific areas of educational need and not merely those that are designed to provide the single general intelligence quotient. Three, assessments are selected and administered so as best to ensure that if an assessment is administered to a child with impaired sensory, manual, or speaking skills, the assessment results accurately reflect the child's aptitude or achievement level or whatever other factors the test purports to measure, rather than reflecting the child's impaired sensory, manual, or speaking skills, unless those skills are the factors that the test purports to measure. For the child is assessed in all areas related to the suspected disability, including, if appropriate, health, vision, hearing, social and emotional status, general intelligence, academic performance, communicative status, and motor abilities. 5. Assessments of children with disabilities who transfer from one public agency to another public agency in the same school year are coordinated with those children's prior and subsequent schools, as necessary and as expeditiously as possible, consistent with paragraph 300.301 D2 and E to ensure prompt completion of full evaluations. 
6. In evaluating each child with a disability under paragraph paragraph 300.304 through 300.306, the evaluation is sufficiently comprehensive to identify all of the child's special education and related services needs, whether or not commonly linked to the disability category in which the child has been classified. 7. Assessment tools and strategies that provide relevant information that directly assist persons in determining the educational needs of the child are provided. Authority. 20 U.S.C. 1414 B1-3, 1412A6B need assistance. Well, that was a great explanation, but I've got to share something else. I'm going to stop this share and share the screen because we all need to understand what's going on. This is not the one I want to see, I don't think. This is the one I want to see. Let me not share it just yet. Cancel. Shrink this window and shrink this because I did download it. Not that one, though. This one. Open with preview. That's the one. This is it. Select all. Office for Civil Rights Office of Special Education and Rehabilitative Services Long COVID under Section 504 and the idea a resource to support children, students, educators, schools, service providers, and families July 2021. Long COVID under Section 504 and the IDEA United States Department of Education Office for Civil Rights Office of Special Education and Rehabilitative Services July 26, 2021. Long COVID under Section 504 and the IDEA a resource to support children, students, educators, schools, service providers and families' introduction to the COVID-19 pandemic has created significant challenges for schools in meeting the needs of all children and students in early childhood, elementary, secondary, and post-secondary education. These challenges will continue as schools and public agencies one seek to ensure support and equity for children and students experiencing the long-term adverse health effects of COVID-19, commonly referred to as long COVID. This resource is issued jointly by the U.S. Department of Education's Office for Civil Rights, OCR, and the Office of Special Education and Rehabilitative Services, OSERS, to provide information about long COVID as a disability and about schools to and public agencies' responsibilities for the provision of services and reasonable modifications to children and students for whom long COVID is a disability. The discussion here focuses on two federal laws. Section 504 of the Rehabilitation Act of 1973, Section 504 and Parts B and C of the Individuals with Disabilities Education Act, IDEA. Point three, this resource has four sections. I background information on Section 504 and IDEA 2. What is long COVID and what is its impact on children and students? 3. 
protections and services under IDEA in Section 504 for children and students with long COVID-IV. What to do if a child or student is experiencing long COVID additional resources from the Department of Education. The department is committed to providing resources to support schools and public agencies in reopening safely and in ways that support equity among all children and students. To date, the department has released various important resources to assist schools and public agencies, including the EDCOVID-19 Handbook, Volumes IA-2, and three, four questions and answers on civil rights and school reopening in the COVID-19 environment. Five, the Safer Schools and Campuses Best Practices Clearinghouse. Six, and this resource, which addresses the potential developmental and educational implications of long COVID-19 for children and students seven who have this condition. Please note, other than statutory and regulatory requirements included in the document, the contents of this guidance do not have the force and effect of law and are not meant to bind the public. This document is intended only to provide clarity to the public regarding existing requirements under the law or agency policies. The department has determined that this document provides significant guidance under the Office of Management and Budget's final bulletin for agency good guidance practices, 72 Fed. Reg, 3432, January 25, 2007. 1. Long COVID under Section 504 and the IDEA I background. About Section 504 and IDEA Section 504 prohibits disability discrimination and ensures that students with disabilities have equal access to educational opportunities. In the education context, this law applies to schools that receive federal financial assistance from the department and is enforced by the department's OCR. IDEA Part B ensures that a free appropriate public education, FAPE, is available to all children with disabilities residing in the state between the ages of 3 through 21 years, with a few specific exceptions, and including children with disabilities who have been suspended or expelled from school. Eight under Part 100 of the IDEA, infants and toddlers, birth through age 2 years with disabilities and their families are eligible to receive early intervention services. Nine Ozer's Office of Special Education Programs, OSEP, administers the IDEA, including the federal special education grants to states under Part B and special education grants for infants and toddlers under Part 100. 2. What is long COVID and what is its impact on children and students? The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, has identified long COVID as another term for post-COVID conditions. One zero, according to the CDC, post-COVID conditions are a wide range of new, returning, or ongoing health problems people can experience more than four weeks after first being infected with the virus that causes COVID-19. Even people who did not have symptoms when they were infected can have post-COVID conditions. 11 preliminary studies show that children and students of all ages may experience long COVID, which can produce a combination of symptoms, including 12. Tiredness or fatigue. Difficulty thinking or concentrating, sometimes referred to as brain fog. Headache. Changes in smell or taste. Dizziness on standing lightheadedness. 
fast beating or pounding heart, also known as heart palpitations. Symptoms that get worse after physical or mental activities. Chest or stomach pain. Difficulty breathing or shortness of breath. Cough. Joint or muscle pain. Mood changes. Fever. Pins and needles failing. Diarrhea. Sleep problems. Changes in period cycles. Multi-organ effects or autoimmune conditions. Bullet rash as the Departments of Justice and Health and Human Services explain, long COVID can be a disability under the Americans with Disabilities Act and Section 504 of the Rehabilitation Act of 1973.133. Protections and services under IDEA and Section 504 for children and students with long COVID a child or student experiencing long COVID or other conditions that have arisen as a result of COVID-19 may be eligible for special education and related services under IDEA and or may be entitled to protections and services under Section 504. Some children and students who are already identified as having a disability under IDEA and or Section 504 and who have contracted COVID-19 may experience new or worsened symptoms related to their pre-2. Long COVID under Section 504 and the idea of existing disability to COVID-19 19, or to both. If these symptoms persist in the form of long COVID, these children or students may need new or different related aids and services, specialized instruction, or reasonable modifications. Other children or students may be found eligible for services under IDEA and or Section 504 for the first time because of the adverse impact of long COVID on the child's educational achievement and functioning. IDEA or if long COVID substantially limits one or more of the student's major life activities. Section 504. A. Eligibility under IDEA to be eligible for special education and related services under Part B, the child must be evaluated and determined to be a child who has a disability and who requires specialized services as defined under IDEA.14. For example, under the IDEA Part B regulations, a child may be eligible for special education and related services based on having an other health impairment if the child has limited strength vitality, or alertness due to a chronic or acute health problem that adversely affects the child's educational performance. One five, to be eligible for early intervention services under IDEA Part 100, an infant or toddler must receive a comprehensive, multidisciplinary evaluation and meet the state's eligibility criteria. One six, for example, infants with severe post-COVID conditions could based on evaluation data, have developmental delays that make them eligible for early intervention services. B. Eligibility under Section 504. Under Section 504, a person has a disability if they, one, have a physical or mental impairment that substantially limits a major life activity, two, have a record of such an impairment, or three are regarded as having such an impairment. Dot one seven major life activities include, for example, 
breathing and concentrating, as well as major bodily functions such as functions of the immune system. 18. A student does not need to be substantially limited in their learning to be eligible for protection and services under Section 504. If a student's long COVID substantially limits one or more major life activities, the student would have a disability under Section 504.19. This analysis applies to all students, whether in preschool, elementary or secondary school, or a post-secondary setting. IV. What to do if a child or student is experiencing long COVID early childhood, elementary, and secondary children and students long COVID impacts children and students in a variety of ways, and therefore, the determination of whether a child or student is eligible for IDEA and or Section 504 services must be made on an individual basis following existing procedures in those laws and their implementing regulations. A child find and evaluation procedures under IDEA Part 100 child find is a requirement that states have a system in place to identify, locate, and evaluate all infants and toddlers with disabilities who may be eligible for early intervention services as early as possible. A child suspected of having a disability should be referred as soon as possible, but in no case more than seven days after the child has been identified. 2.0 with parental 21 consent, a timely, comprehensive, multidisciplinary evaluation must be completed, and if the child is determined eligible, a child and family assessment must be conducted to determine the appropriate early intervention services and supports for the child and family. The initial evaluation and the initial assessments of the child and family and the initial individualized family service plan IFSP, meeting must be completed within 45 days from the date the lead agency or early intervention service EIS, provider receives the referral of the child. The lead agency or EIS provider must ensure that once the IFSP is developed and the parent consents to services, the IFSP is implemented as soon as possible. 3. Long COVID under Section 504 and the IDEA B Child Find and Initial Evaluation Procedures under IDEA Part B Similarly, Child Find for IDEA Part B requires public agencies to implement policies and procedures ensuring that all children with disabilities who need special education and related services are identified, located, and evaluated, regardless of the severity of the disability. This includes for example, children who may have been identified as a child with a disability under the IDEA category of other health impairment as a result of contracting COVID-19, e.g., long COVID or multi-system inflammatory syndrome in children, known as MIS-C.22 child find activities typically involve a screening process to determine whether the child should be referred for a full evaluation to determine eligibility for special education and related services. If the public agency suspects the child may have a disability under IDEA, an evaluation must be consistent with IDEA's requirements and conducted within 60 days of receiving parental consent or within the state-established timeline. At the completion of the evaluation, a group of qualified professionals and the child's parents determine whether the child is a child with a disability as defined in IDEA and, if yes, identify the educational needs of the child.
See Evaluation Procedures under Section 504 Under Section 504, schools must conduct an evaluation in a timely manner of any student who needs or is believed to need special education or related services because of a disability. Two, three, the evaluation of a student must be individualized and not make any conclusions based on the child's diagnosis alone. Once the evaluations are completed, a group of people knowledgeable about the child and the child's evaluation data and placement options, for example, the child's parents, school nurses, teachers, counselors, psychologists, school administrators, social workers, doctors, etc., reviews the evaluation results.24 then the group determines the child's placement based on whether the student has a disability and what if any supports are needed for example a student who has had COVID-19 and who continues to have difficulty concentrating may require an evaluation to determine if the student has a disability and needs special education or related services such as additional time to finish classwork and tests. For students who already receive services under Section 504, schools must provide re-evaluations periodically and prior to a significant change in Placement.25 De-eligibility and implementation under IDEA in Section 504 If the child is eligible for services under Part 100 of IDEA, an IFSP will be developed by the IFSP team, which includes the infant's or toddler's parent. For example, an IFSP team may determine that a toddler with developmental delays as a result of the effects of long COVID may require early intervention services and occupational therapy to address fine and visual motor skills. The IFSP could also include parent services or family-centered interventions to foster social-emotional well-being as the toddler recovers from long COVID. Likewise, a child determined eligible for services under Part B will have an individualized education program IEP, developed by the IEP team, which includes the child's parent.26. For example, an IEP team may determine that a child whose disability meets the definition of other health impairments under IDEA and who is experiencing difficulty concentrating and anxiety symptoms related to long COVID may need to receive special education and related services and supplementary aids and services to improve academic engagement during instructional periods, counseling services to address anxiety, and a plan for positive behavioral interventions and support to promote on-task behavior and adaptive responses to stress triggers, must seek the parent's consent to conduct an initial evaluation. That for long COVID under Section 504 and the idea if a student is eligible for services or reasonable modifications under Section 504, schools often record those services and modifications in a document called a Section 504 Plan.27 under Section 504. For example, a group of knowledgeable people may determine that a student requires a reasonable modification to the attendance policy to receive excused absences for long COVID-related illness or medical appointments beyond the initial period of illness.
Post-secondary education students' colleges and universities also have obligations under Section 504 and must provide students with disabilities an opportunity to participate that is equal to that of students without disabilities. 28. This obligation extends to students whose long COVID substantially limits a major life activity. Post-secondary education students who are experiencing long COVID may have a disability. If so, they may require academic adjustments and or reasonable modifications. 29. For example, a student with asthma may experience increased difficulty breathing and new difficulty with walking as a result of long COVID. That student may need a reasonable modification to register early for a class schedule that minimizes the distance between classes. In the post-secondary setting, Section 504 does not require colleges or universities to identify students with disabilities. Students who require academic adjustments or reasonable modifications may request them. Typically, students work with the post-secondary institution's disability services office to identify appropriate modifications. Students with disabilities including those whose long COVID is a disability, have a right to be free from discrimination in school. Federal disability laws, such as Section 504, guarantee equal opportunity to learn for students with disabilities. OCR is committed to enforcing Section 504 and ensuring that all students with disabilities have the supports and services needed to fulfill the law's commitment. Suzanne B. Goldberg, Acting Assistant Secretary for Civil Rights Long COVID is an emerging issue that may affect many children and educators across the country. Early intervention in local educational agencies need to ensure that children who are living with impaired development or health due to long COVID that is a disability are identified and are provided the appropriate services and supports covered under IDEA. Catherine Nees, Acting Assistant Secretary for the Office of Special Education and Rehabilitative Services 5. Long COVID under Section 504 and the IDEA Language Assistance. On request, this publication is available in alternate formats, such as Braille or large print. For more information, please contact the Department's Alternate Format Center at 202-260-0818 or Alternate Format Center at ed.gov. If you have difficulty understanding English and need more information about interpretation or translation services, please call 1-800-USA-LERN, 1-800-872-5327-TTY, 1-800-877-8339, Email us at ed.language.assistance at ed.gov or write to U.S. Department of Education, Information Resource Center, 400 Maryland Avenue, SW, Washington, District of Columbia 20202. About the Department of Education's Office for Civil Rights, OCR, and Office of Special Education and Rehabilitation Services, OSERS. OZER's mission is to improve early childhood, educational, and employment outcomes and raise expectations for all people with disabilities, their families, their communities, and the nation. In implementing this mission, 
Ozer supports programs that help educate children and youth with disabilities and provides for the rehabilitation of youth and adults with disabilities. Ozer's provides a wide array of supports to parents and individuals, school districts, and states in two main areas, special education and vocational rehabilitation. Through its two main components, OSEP and Rehabilitation Services Administration. For more information, visit the Department's Office of Special Education and Rehabilitative Services website, https colon slash slash www.ed.gov slash OSERS. OCR's mission is to ensure equal access to education and to promote educational excellence through a vigorous enforcement of civil rights in our nation's schools. An important OCR responsibility is resolving complaints of discrimination, which can be filed by anyone who believes that an education institution that receives federal financial assistance 30 has discriminated against someone on the basis of race, color, national origin, sex, disability, or age. For more information, visit the Department's Office for Civil Rights website, https colon slash slash www.ed.gov slash OCR. There, a complaint of discrimination can also be filed. https colon slash slash www.ed.gov slash about slash offices slash list slash OCR slash complaint control.html. One, the information in this document under idea applies to public agencies which includes state educational agencies, CES, local educational agencies, LEAS, educational service agencies, ESAs, nonprofit public charter schools that are not otherwise included as LEAS or ESAs and are not a school of an LEA or ESA, and any other political subdivisions of the state that are responsible for providing education to children with disabilities. IDEA also requires state lead agencies to provide early intervention services for infants and toddlers. This resource refers to all these entities as public agencies. To the information in this document regarding Section 504 applies to all schools, which includes public schools and school districts, as well as private schools, public charter schools, and magnet schools and post-secondary institutions that receive federal financial assistance from the department. Although some Section 504 regulatory requirements are different for public and private school recipients, both public and private schools that receive federal financial assistance from the U.S. Department of Education must comply with Section 504. C. 34 CFR Paragraph 104.33 and 39. Section 504 falls under OCR's jurisdiction. Three, another federal disability civil rights law, the Americans with Disabilities Act, ADA, also applies to schools. Title II of the ADA prohibits disability discrimination by public entities, including public schools. Title III of the ADA prohibits disability discrimination by certain private entities, including certain private schools. OCR shares in the enforcement of Title II of the ADA with the U.S. Department of Justice, DOJ. DOJ has enforcement authority for Title III of the ADA. This document focuses on Section 504 and the IDEA. More information about the ADA is available at www.ed.gov slash OCR and www.ada.gov. 6. 
long COVID under Section 504 and the idea for ED COVID-19 Handbook, Strategies for Safely Reopening Elementary and Secondary Schools, Volume 1. Available at https colon slash slash www.ed.gov slash documents slash coronavirus slash reopening.pdf Volume 2 Roadmap to Reopening Safely and Meeting All Students Needs Available at https colon slash slash www.ed.gov slash documents slash coronavirus slash reopening dash 2.pdf and Volume 3, Strategies for Safe Operation and Addressing the Impact of COVID-19 on Higher Education Students, Faculty, and Staff Available at https colon slash slash www.ed.gov slash documents slash coronavirus slash reopening dash 3.pdf. Five questions and answers on civil rights and school reopening in the COVID-19 environment, May 2021. Available at https colon slash slash www.ed.gov slash about slash offices slash list slash OCR slash docs slash QA reopening dash 202105.pdf. 6. https colon slash slash best practices clearinghouse.ed.gov slash 7. For purposes of this document, Students with disabilities generally refers to the definition of disability found in the Rehabilitation Act of 1973 at 29 U.S.C. paragraph 7059b, 20b. See also the Department Section 504 Regulation at 34 CFR paragraph 104.3j. Child or children with disabilities generally refers to the definitions of child with a disability or infant or toddler with a disability in Parts B and C of the idea. See 34 CFR paragraph 300.8, Part B, and 34 CFR paragraph 303.21, Part 100. However, the terms and definitions are not mutually exclusive. All children with disabilities who are eligible for special education and related services under IDEA are protected by Section 504, but the inverse is not true. Not all students protected by Section 504 are IDEA eligible. See U.S. Department of Education, Office for Civil Rights, Parent and Educator Resource Guide to Section 504 in Public Elementary and Secondary Schools, December 2016. Available at https colon slash slash www.ed.gov slash about slash offices slash list slash OCR slash docs slash 504 dash resource dash guide dash 201612.pdf 834CFR paragraph 300.102a 9. Appropriate early intervention services are available to all infants and toddlers with disabilities in the state and their families, including Indian infants and toddlers with disabilities and their families residing on a reservation, geographically located in the state, infants and toddlers with disabilities who are homeless children and their families, and infants and toddlers with disabilities who are wards of the state. 10. The CDC has identified a post-COVID condition called Multisystem Inflammatory Syndrome in Children, MISC. MISC is a condition where different parts of a child's body can become inflamed, including the heart, lungs, kidneys, brain, skin, eyes, or gastrointestinal organs. Children with MISC may have a fever and various symptoms, 
including abdominal, gut, pain, vomiting, diarrhea, neck pain, rash, bloodshot eyes, or feeling extra tired. Currently, it is unknown how long multi-organ effects might last and whether the effects could lead to chronic health conditions, MISC, mental health conditions, and future conditions not yet identified as a result of contracting COVID may adversely impact a student's educational performance or other major life activity. And if they do, the same process described in this document applies to those students. 11 CCDC's post-COVID conditions website, https colon slash slash www.cdc.gov slash coronavirus slash 2019-ncov slash long dash term dash effects dot html. 12 CCDC's post-COVID conditions website. HTTPS colon slash slash www.cdc.gov slash coronavirus slash 2019-ncov slash long dash term dash effects dot html. 13. For more information concerning long COVID as a disability, see Department of Justice and Department of Health and Human Services guidance on long COVID as a disability under the ADA, Section 504 and section 1557-http://www.hhs.gov/.civil-rights/.for-providers/.civil-rights-.covid19 guidance-long-covid-disability/.index.html 1434 CFR paragraph paragraph 300.301-300.306 15 idea does not require children to be identified with a particular disability category for purposes of the delivery of special education and related services, since a child's entitlement under IDEA is to FAPE and not to a particular disability label. See assistance to states for the education of children with disabilities and preschool grants for children with disabilities. Final rule, 71 Fed. Reg. 46,540, 46,737, August 14, 2006. 1634 CFR paragraph paragraph 303.303.303.322. 1729 USC paragraph 7059B 20 B 18 for more examples of major life activities and bodily functions see the department's parent and educator resource guide to section 504 in public elementary and secondary schools resource guide available at https colon slash slash www.ed.gov slash about slash offices slash list slash ocr slash docs slash 504-resource-guide-201612.pdf. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention also recognizes other post-COVID conditions, a series of illnesses resulting in debilitating conditions that can be similar to long COVID. This guidance may also be applicable to other post-COVID conditions. For example, 7. Long COVID under Section 504 and the IDEA 19 in addition, if a person with long COVID has a record of such impairment or is regarded as having such an impairment, the person would meet the definition of disability under Section 504, 2034 CFR Paragraph 303.303, 21 in this document. 
Parent refers to both parents and guardians. 2234 CFR paragraph 300.111. 2334 CFR paragraph 104.35. 2434 CFR paragraph 104.35 C. 2534 CFR paragraph 104.35 D. A reevaluation procedure consistent with the idea is one means of meeting this section 504 requirement. 26 parentally placed private school children with disabilities may receive special education and related services through a services plan. See 34 CFR paragraph paragraph 300.130 300.144. 27 for more information about identification, evaluation, placement, and other section 504 procedures, refer to the resource guide. Available at https colon slash slash www.ed.gov slash about slash offices slash list slash OCR slash docs slash 504 dash resource dash guide dash 201612 pdf 2834 CFR paragraph paragraph 104.4 4147 Post-secondary institutions also are not required to provide academic adjustments auxiliary aids and services, or modifications that would impose an undue burden or cause a fundamental alteration to the service, program, or activity. 2934 CFR paragraph 104.44, 30 under Title II of the Americans with Disabilities Act, Title II, which prohibits disability discrimination by public entities, including public schools, OCR has jurisdiction regardless of whether the entity receives federal financial assistance. 8. The Department of Education's mission is to promote student achievement and preparation for global competitiveness by fostering educational excellence and ensuring equal access. www.ed.gov So isn't that amazing? I mean, you know, this is America, and we all need to understand that Freedom has never been free, and neither has failure. It comes with the consequences, the devastation, just the devastation of the community. People want to talk about, oh, well, they're not working, and they don't take care of their children. But let's understand, somebody had a job and was getting paid to ensure access happened for that individual. And at the end of 12 years, 12 years, they got nothing and they couldn't even work to take care of themselves. So what makes this so right? Absolutely nothing, nothing. So until we come to the table to talk about the lack of outcomes, we're not moving forward.